Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Well, welcome, everyone, to this week's podcast. Uh, my name is Wes, and I'm with Jim Ehrman here today, who gave a great message this past weekend, mm-hmm. which we're going to get to here in a moment. But thanks for joining us and for tuning in. This past weekend, we also received 26 new members at Effort of Community Church. That's and a good gig. Uh, so it's so exciting to see what God's doing. God, you know, even through COVID, we're post-COVID era. Mm-hmm. Many people have moved to or transitioned to other churches. Some have come to ECC. And anyway, we just celebrate the growing kingdom of God, but the growing mm-hmm. family here at African Community right. Church. And on that note, Jim, you brought a message this weekend. We actually, we're not in a series, but yep. we're in this kind of, uh, had an open weekend. Yeah, Kevin calls them like your free form, right? Somebody, like oh, what yeah, we yeah. feel <laughs> God might be saying specifically yeah. and community and, was it. And, and yeah. tell, tell me a little bit about like how, why did you land on community? Well, for, yeah, uh, I think the Spirit was leading us there, but yeah. I don't know about you. Scott Lamar on NPR was talking this morning about something last year the medical community calls mm. it now the diseases of despair. Wow. And it's a new category that revolves mm. around why there's such a sharp increase in alcohol consumption, opioid addiction, yep. and then also suicide. And so they're doing a study, and mm. they're defining three areas as they looked at pockets around the country that this was on the rise. Okay. They found three things in common. Number one thing of all three was a loss of a sense of community. Wow. Whether it was a workplace community, was whether it was a fraternity of some sorts, like a, you're in a yep. union or something, yep. or whether you go to a church. Yep. Number one thing they identified across all of them yep. was a sense of a loss of connection with the other. Yep. And isn't that amazing? And then yep. you know the trigger effect yep. that something oh. like that, that can have. So I think the Spirit was even yep. leading us into something that, not just post-COVID, but in the human being. Yep is a reminder, particularly for such a rugged individualistic culture as America, which for all of our wonderfulness, we don't always live in light of the other, right? This is true. Well, I, I really appreciated uh, Jim. Jim, you have, Jim has such a way of inspiring learning, mm. and I love how you unpack the scriptures. And you know, it was an interesting title of the message: mm. uh, "A Tale of Two Cousins." Mm-hmm. My, my first thought was two cousins pizza. I That's right, be man. Honest with you. <laughs> I didn't go biblical <laughs> on you, but I'm gluten free, or I might have been there too. <laughs> yeah. When um, I think about pizza, I cry. <laughs> <laughs> and you had some bad uh, uh, Irish jokes that you threw into the message, <laughs> so you can go back and hear that. But no, uh, really appreciate how you encourage. Yeah. us with God's Word. And really, Jim, also the personal side of this, too, of what community mm-hmm. means to you personally, mm-hmm. um, and really challenged each of us as part of the end of the message of what does community mean to you, and mm-hmm. why are you part of this community? Or a community, maybe you're not attending Effort of Community Church, but we're going to talk a little bit more today about the value of community, right. uh, particularly coming out of a post-COVID. You know, That's what's right. one of the things we learned even through COVID, as you were just even mentioning out of that study, that we realized, like, wow, we need people. Well, and loss of rhythms. Uh, yes. You know, yeah, talk, even, talk about even, that even before people, although our rhythms tend to involve yeah. people, we I think COVID taught us something about us being people of rhythm. Oh, Most boy, of did it put us out of rhythm? Oh, man, yeah, and you don't Sheesh. even realize how, how, how much you need rhythm to set your pace, your yeah. day, your being, until it's completely thrown off. That's right. And then you're sitting there. And I, so I really wanted to reflect on the fact that at least in my childhood, in my early spiritual formation, my church, whether I remember a single sermon or not, it had a phenomenal effect on me, a phenomena. Yeah. That was such me. a good point, Jim, because, yeah. you know, some, so often we can think about, oh, well, I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. What good was it? But I really appreciated the spin that That's you right. brought to that because there is 
this idea of rhythm and how important that is in our spiritual lives. Mm-hmm. Even like having devotions, right? Like that's a rhythm. That's right. And we don't always feel like, is this feeding my soul? But that's we right. know that it is. You know, one yeah. of the things I wish I would have probably spoke to more in that mm-hmm. section of the message was why I still come to church even when I haven't gotten anything from it for a few weeks and I'm in a... Like, granted, we all know that that's yeah. because something's off in me. Right. But there is still this discipline of saying, I will go to the people of God and the presence of God, right. even if it's not on the emotive front encountering Even me. though I don't feel like exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. There's something about yeah. it that, first of all, I think God takes notice and goes, look at that. Yeah. You know, faithfulness in the That's midst so of adversity, right? You, how do you say it? Faithfulness for the... Long faithfulness in the same direction, yeah. right? In other words, there is something about simply staying exposed to a community or a rhythm yeah. that does something in you that maybe even be different than the outcome you think. And yeah. and so that's what I want to make sure. So that good, was, that was what was on my heart. First of all, I'm glad it came across in a compassionate yeah. versus a condemning way. Um, and we're so thrilled because you can't make that right. stuff up in your sermons. You're either right. in, a, you're either in an, a John the Baptist angle where I'm going to remind you why if you don't do right. this, you're wrong, or you're in like a Jesus this. angle. Like, I got more <laughs> right. for you, right? That's right. Um, an invitation. So, exactly. And that's yeah. what I sense. And it's an invitation to be reminded yeah. what it means to be a people together yeah. and, the, and the unintended consequences. Yeah. Anyway. Which, which actually hints to um, one of the things we hear from people, why do they come to Africa Community Church, mm-hmm. right? And it hits on that invitation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm invited to grow. I'm not condemned. I'm not shamed. I'm invited into relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm invited to to see and move in the power of the Holy Spirit. And That's so that right. invitation piece That's is, right. Is, and I, there's a phrase that we use here sometimes, and just so you all know, we have these phrases that kind of set our culture in mm-hmm. the background. And one of them is we allow people to belong before they believe. That's right. That's in right. other words, we all know that it took me a while to understand movement of the Spirit. It took me a while what it meant to die to myself in an area or something. It takes time. Yeah. So you are welcome to come and sort it out in our midst. Absolutely. I think you've used the uh, phrase before, rest in our branches, right? Yeah, yeah. many birds come and rest in our branches. Right, right, and fine. And actually, uh, you know, as you even ended the message, you challenged us all, like, why are you a part of African Community Church? Mm -hmm. So, Jim, I realize maybe some that are tuning in today in the podcast didn't actually listen to the message yet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So why? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. And by the way, I'm going to turn to you, Wes, in about... Two minutes and, and ask you why are you a part of the African Community Church? And so I wanted to make sure I answered that at the end because yeah. it was about five years ago. Right. Before that, Kevin had had me to speak a few times. First and foremost, why I'm part of this community is Kevin invited me. Hmm. I knew him from the Evangelical Invitation. Seminary Network. Flat out. That's cool. Kevin, three times he invited me. And every time I'm like, I'm busy. Who are those crazy people? I heard things about that church, right? Yeah. No, joking. Yeah. It wasn't that extreme, but certainly there's wonderful and uh, things being said. But all that to say, um, I came because of an invitation. Yeah. Secondly, I came, and every time I came those three times, I left thinking about my best self. Matt Swords hmm. came to me yesterday. He said, Jim, that phrase I began to tear up because you put words to something I feel, even as the discipleship pastor. He says he leaves, and he says there's rarely a week where he's not thinking about his better self as he's leaving. Now, just we all know that doesn't mean you automatically get the breakthrough. That doesn't mean you automatically know what's going on. But it is a community that's reminding you, you can be transformed. This is not just shock absorbers to get through. And so you're saying that you can't do that on your own. I tend to think not. I do think there's individual breakthroughs with God and things. But I tend to think that the long arc of doing the Christian life right. is done with the people. Right. And let me just give you one biblical example. If you think about the first time in the Bible a human being has a thought, yep. it is Adam realizing there's not someone for him. 
Wow. His first reflection yeah, is true. a lack of community. That's so true. He says, why does every one of those animals have a partner? And I don't. So God, like, the very first thing Adam has a revelation in is, yeah. I'm meant for another. Yeah. And God's like, look at you, right? But as with everything, you have to give something up to get it. Yeah. So there's no small thing he has to give up a rib to get the very thing he needs, that's right? That's good. Boy, that, and that'll that's, preach That's him. community, right? Well, yeah, here's no, it, to that. No, it really is. And it speaks to it speaks again to this value and rhythm. And I, do you want to speak just a little bit towards the, the piece about isolation? And why is isolation? Don't think you're getting out of answering why you go here. <laughs> I won't get out of it. I'm, I'm eager to answer it, actually. Good. But I do want to touch on that isolation piece, though, yeah. Jim. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, many, we've talked about, you know, come back this mm-hmm. summer, right? Come back to the church come back because many have decided you know it's just as easy to stay at home and I, I I'm I'm I have community elsewhere whether it's in the workplace but why speak to again just why is it dangerous I guess we could almost say mm-hmm. to be isolated and not a part of a church community because you talked about the values of being a part do you want to mm-hmm. speak to something that kind of absolutely g- goes to the other side of that yeah just a reminder that I think there was already a temptation in culture pre-covid I think yep. covid amplified I think there was a temptation just to be a Jesus follower versus a community member. There's a big difference in wow, that, Wow, right? that's good, Jim. Um, to be a yeah. Jesus follower is to know who he is, but to think that you are going to be able to live it out just in light of him and you and what I call yeah. a select few. Yeah, We always get a select few, but sure. remember what happens when you select the few. You do something that I think the clinicians call it like a bias criterion, meaning you are going to pick those who resonate with the way you think. And think like you think. Exactly right. Oh, okay. And so that's yeah. one of your first steps toward isolation. So you're isolation. building your own community. Exactly. And and you build it in your own image. Therefore, yeah. you can itch each other's ears. Now, Which, get me wrong. 80, don't get me wrong. 80% of right. the time, if you picked a decent community, right. it can nail something. But I guarantee you one of the perils of isolation is a challenge will eventually come yeah. that cannot be figured out with just by yourself or a hand-picked right. few. And because God didn't build it that way. Th- for the church and all of its issues, and believe me, we have <laughs> we one. Come on. on. Right? <laughs> Look at us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hold it. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's um, right. uh, delightful dysfunction, we refer to it that's as. But right. I have to say, like, we have our stuff, yeah. but there is something about being with people where you can't control who they are, you yep. can't always moderate their opinions, you don't always agree with them down the line. That is something that that's God right. is about, right? That's and right. so, therefore, I think one of the perils of isolation is an insulated worldview that is self reinforcing, and therefore, you never get certain breakthroughs because you reinforced yourself right. on points that you're not going to get broken well, out that of, is, right? And I think so that was John good. the Baptist. I could go into John the Baptist yeah, here, but because yeah. literally, if you think about John the Baptist, which, according, by the way, were the two cousins, right? right? The two cousins, Jesus, Jesus and, and John, John the Baptist. And, yeah. and the Bible says this John was, everyone said he had a demon because he didn't eat and drink. Everyone called Jesus a glutton because he ate and drank, right? right. These are two guys' <laughs> ministry formats yeah. who were completely different. And even, but I want to tell you something. What, if you read the scriptures, what John faces is the exact thing that a solitary life trying to do, yeah. God life alone, looks we'll like. Lead to, yeah. Doubt hits. Right, yep. you have a one-dimensional message. Yep. Now, granted, he's a unique character. Right. I want to give him that prophetic pass, right. right? But all that to say, John is not the archetype that the Bible holds up. Then that's right. Jesus be is. like be like John. Doesn't exactly. Say that, no, right? no. Yeah. It says yeah. John even points to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. There's a voice coming in from the wilderness, right. and guess what? Yeah. That's the only thing it knows, right? Yeah. Um, but all that to say, there's the other thing. I think when you're isolated, hmm. you fixate. Hmm. You know. Um, you know, G.K. Yeah. Chesterton said a maniac is just a brilliant person who can only focus on one thing. And, and, and so wow. I, I agree with that. I think many wow. of us enter what's called a clinical mania where we're just like, well, I'm anti this or I'm anti this. Or 
I am only pro getting in touch with myself this way. That's that's a form of isolation, even if you think you have it together. And the Christian message yeah. challenges that, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, so I can keep. You can tell I can keep going off on this. No, stuff. well, it's good. And Jim, just as a reminder, I mean, I was refreshed and just listening to the message too, and be reminded of the value of community. And I'm yeah, going to get to the answering the question myself. Yeah. But we just, I just want to encourage you listening today, like. Um, thank you for being a part yeah. of our community here at Ephraim Community Church. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for uh, pursuing God. And not only that, pursuing a relationship with others, because we know the value of that. We, we've experienced that, and we're still growing in that. And particularly even coming out of COVID, even I was reminded of, of how much I missed it mm-hmm. when we weren't gathering yeah. on a week-to-week basis. And I didn't see you all the time, Jim. Which, that's, right. that's what you missed, buddy. That's what I really missed. Um, <laughs> it was tough to put your finger on it, but we <laughs> I, I, now know. know. All right, answer the question. So to answer the question, um, which is why did Wes, why why did I choose Mm -hmm. Ephraim Community Church? Um, There's a number of things that would come to mind, but I'm just going to highlight two. One is I came here because I was hurting. Mm. And I found that Ephrata Community Church was a place that I could heal. Yeah. And so one of the way, one of the reasons I landed here, yes, I could hide in the row, but it was a place to rest in the branches. That's right. Right. Yep. And so, and, and I was also valued. You know, Kevin knew me. He knew my story. Mm-hmm. Um, he walked with me. There were a few others in the church that mm-hmm. did as well. And so the community helped me heal. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the reasons I'm here is because I found healing here that's right. myself. So that's one of the reasons. The second thing that jumps into my mind um, is I love Ephrata Community Church. And one of the other reasons I'm here is simply because people continue to experience uh, or are transformed every that's weekend. Right. They're coming to Jesus. And I love being a part of a community, Jim, where people are coming to know Jesus. Right. And it's not just a uh, expression of sharing the gospel. We're seeing results and evidence that's of the right. transformation forming power of Jesus Christ. And so those are two reasons. Yeah. I could I could say more, but those are you, two. <laughs> you know, even as you're sharing, I just have to say this because my spirit just is so connecting with it. You came in broken and were given a chance to rest in the branches. I came in at the top of my contribution game hmm. and I faced within one year the biggest trauma of my life. Yeah. And guess what? This church was with me in my high moment yep. and it so walked good. me through my low moment when I had nothing to give. And that's another reason I'm here, right? That's so good. Yeah, yeah. so you well, are welcome well, here. Well, so are you, Jim. And so are you. And, right. and know that you know what we've experienced is really a part of what we've all probably experienced, because I'm sure you're connecting with us even as you're listening to this podcast and around, hey, this is, this is what church or what the body of Christ really means and, and why we need each other. And so there's a real blessing in that. Um, yeah, Jim, any last good. words of wisdom from you today that you wanted to share in regards to Yeah, just t- take one step. You hear that from us all the yeah. time. Um, community is one of those things that it is like the river analogy. You're either deepening in it or you're or you're regressing in it. It's not a static state because it's relationship, right? Yeah. There's a constant healthy tension of moving forward, then finding something and resting in it, like a connect group, nailing down a connect group yeah. and receiving from it, or being challenged by one of the five growth groups we're offering this yeah. fall. Or even there's a new discipleship program that's going to be announced for people who need more of a lifestyle approach over 13 weeks mm-hmm. around a meal, et cetera, stuff like that. All that to say, we're just encouraging. It could yeah. even be going forward for prayer yeah, once a quarter. Right, Make right, just yeah. Being honest that's enough right. to say, I need the other, even if a it's community. not this big manifestation that's right. issue. That's right. Take one step, that's and, so I, and good, I am Jim. so sure 
we're going to see uh, God continue on to meet us as mm-hmm. a community, right? Amen. Well, God is building his church. Yeah, his is. kingdom is forcefully expanding, and we get to be a part of it. Isn't yeah. that awesome? I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan, too. Well, Jim, thank you. Thank sure, you for your buddy. time. Thanks again for your message. Uh, so love having you a part of our community. Uh, we won't kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Even though you're Good, because so I'm not going to leave if you do. I'll just be knocking at the door. Uh, I know you like me. That's Let right. me in. Oh, we love you, Jim. <laughs> hey, and we love you. Thank you for tuning in yeah. today. God bless you. Have a great day. Take care. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Thank you.